Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light, private writings of the Saint of Calcutta. Chapter 10, continued. Section 5, the darker the darkness, the sweeter will be my smile at God. As Mother Teresa followed Jesus in darkness, he provided needed help and support. She was attentive to signs of his love along the way, as she related to Father Nooner. Your letter was an answer to a desire I expressed. I wish Father would write since I have no time. And here was a little token of his thoughtfulness. The internuncio and our archbishop want me to go to Bombay for the superiors' meeting. It's really an act of blind obedience for me. It is a very big sacrifice. It would be wonderful if I could see you. As for myself, Father, I have nothing to say, for the darkness is so dark, the pain is so painful. Sometimes the grip of pain is so great that I can hear my own voice call out, My God, help me. When I help my sisters draw very close to Jesus, when I teach them to love him with a deep, devoted, personal love, I long to be able to do the same. The sisters in front of my very eyes, I see them love God, come so close to him, grow daily so much like him. And I, Father, am just alone, empty, excluded, just not wanted. And yet, in all the sincerity of my heart, I am happy to see him loved, to see the sisters grow like him. I am happy to love him through them, Reverend Father Van Exen was here for eight days, giving the superior's retreat. Not a word came from me. It hurt me, because I have never kept anything from him. But now, I really have nothing to say. And yet, it is so painful to be lonely for God. Faithfully, I have kept my retreat resolution. The greater the pain and darker the darkness, the sweeter will be my smile at God. Pray for me, that I may love Jesus. Please ask your theologians to pray for your missionaries of charity. The sisters were very happy to get your letter. Loneliness continued tormenting her, and she could do nothing to relieve it. It still hurt her deeply to be unable to communicate, even with Father Van Exen, to whom she had been an open book. She had great sympathy toward others in similar situations. It must be a terrible torture for him to want to speak and not to be able to, Mother Teresa wrote to her friend Eileen. She, too, was undergoing this terrible torture. Estrangement from God and estrangement from people were her daily lot. 
In deciding that the greater the pain and darker the darkness, the sweeter will be my smile at God. She was echoing her patroness, St. Therese of Lisieux. Like her, Mother Teresa always seemed to find a way to give God even more. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. How can Mother Teresa give more if she's already said that the work she's doing is all Jesus's? If she really was convinced that it was Jesus at work in her and in the work of the sisters, what is the meaning of Father Brian's words that she found a way to give God even more? How can you give more than Jesus? Well, think for a moment in a very different context of going to a restaurant. And imagine it's a very amazing meal and you're there with somebody or a group and someone offers to pick up the tab, pick up the check, pay for the dinner. And then you decide, well, I'll leave a tip. Okay. Now, the tip is less than the bill. The tip is good. But the goodness of the tip depends completely on the bill being paid. The restaurant is not going to be happy if the person who said they were going to pay the bill skips out. You pay your tip and that's all they get. No, they want the bill. They want the bill paid. And the tip is on top of that is something very good. Well, something like that is how we, with Jesus, can give something more. He's the one paying the bill. He's paid the price. He has merited our salvation. But we offer with him, on top of him, paying the price, to contribute in him and through him something of our own. And this is the kind of thing Mother Teresa is doing. On the one hand, she knows it's all Christ. On the other hand, she knows that she has to cooperate. And she knows that he is enabling her to cooperate. But still, she has to say yes. And how does she say yes? By smiling. By offering her cheerfulness. And why does she try to be cheerful? Because she knows the sisters need it. And she knows that our Lord loves a cheerful giver. And she knows that our Lord said, I came, that my joy might be in you and your joy might be complete. But we learned something today which we hadn't heard before. Eight-day retreat with Father Van Exen. The one 15 years earlier she had been an open book with. The one she had told everything at the beginning the one who had been so helpful to her, also the one 
through whom she suffered when people thought there was something strange going on with their relationship. And now, almost 15 years later, he comes to give the retreat. He's no longer her spiritual director. He's there for eight days. She has chances to talk to him. And she has nothing to say. Nothing to say. This is a terrible kind of darkness, loneliness. Not only was Mother Teresa feeling lonely, unwanted by God, she felt she couldn't even communicate with other people. And add to that the pain she must have felt for him. She must have known that this was awkward for him, difficult for him. Why was Mother Teresa so reticent? Why could she not talk to him anymore? He himself had to accept this cross. So let us tonight not be scared, not be afraid, that those people that we love and care about in the mystical body of Christ might be suffering. And let us not be shocked that we cause, even unintentionally, other people to suffer. Just as they cause us to suffer, so we cause them to suffer. Sometimes by our sins, sometimes by things that we can't even control. But either way, let us not be afraid to accept this situation. God allows us to sanctify other people. God allows other people to sanctify us. We should give glory to God, not beat ourselves up, not be scrupulous, not be so over-concerned about what we may or may not have done. Did we make a big mistake? Should I not said that? Going back over and over and over and over again on things. No, no. Oh, we made a mistake. Maybe we did, maybe we didn't. Maybe we caused someone else an inconvenience. Well, the Lord can bring good out of evil. The Lord can help this person be patient. The Lord can help this person be charitable with me. Amen. Alleluia. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.